Live with the late night podcast. It is the Believe in the Southside Boys. I am Steve O. You can find me on Twitter at Drunk Shy Sox Fan. And joining me, what's going on? It's your boy Carrie. You can find me on Twitter at That Baseball Fan. Well, kind of, but you know where to find me. Trust me, you'll find it. Absolutely. Just look for uh, at That Baseball Fan. Uh, dragging somebody through the comments uh, of their ridiculous tweet. You'll most likely find him there. Kerry, how you feeling today, man? I got a lot to talk about. I got a lot to, uh, you know, get off my uh, my big chest. And, uh, um, and it's mainly going to be about a one particular human who really sucks at their job. Uh, I think I we're both wait. in the same boat on this one. And, and yeah. I, it, a lot of people would call me thin or, or skinny. Um, yeah, I, maybe I feel, do I fit that build Carrie? No, you're, you're, you're a skinny fat guy. Uh, I'm a skinny fat guy. Yeah, I like you're skinny, fat guy. skinny fat guy. Um, holy shit. I've been feeling a weight on my chest as well. And I really feel that extra weight. And it's about the one, the only, the guy who my other podcast is named after. Fuck. We're going to have to fucking rebrand after this bullshit. Oh, absolutely. Rick fucking Han. Carrie, I'm going to let you go off first. Where do I even start? Right? I mean, this this guy, uh, Rick Han, Frederick Han. Okay. Is that go. actually his birth name is Frederick? Oh, he's Frederick Han. Okay. Oh, he is such a fucking Frederick. He's Frederick Han. Where, like, where do I even start with, with this guy? Okay. And, and, and I will start this out by saying, you know, if my old account was still up, you would find a lot of pro Rick Han propaganda from me. Okay. Oh, a thousand percent. A hundred percent. And it's because the man put on this illusion, right? That he knew what the hell he was doing. But I was just, I think I was just so blinded by like the exciting new players and, you know, the Eloys, the Yoans, you know, those type of guys, which we were, it, everybody on Sox Twitter knew this right now would be happening. And that that's what's sad is that we all were excited about these new players, but th- there was always that question. Are you going to supplement them correctly? And are you going to spend money? Right. And that's going to be a main topic today is, is he didn't do either of those things. Okay. Him, Kenny, Jerry, Tony, it's just a colossal failure, but it, I blame Rick Hahn first. He's the GM. He's the general manager. He does daily operations, right? I mean, he's in control of one thing, which is a roster. Okay. And then he, this, this pompous, I don't even care. This pompous asshole. Okay, has been coming around on all these podcasts and went to Reggie's live and was making people, you know, give me your Twitter account. The money will be spent. Yeah, the mo- and then he's talking Ask about me after the parade. Yeah, like talking Are about you parades, fucking serious? Like, but but the problem with that is like, dude, why? Like, there's so much confidence for no exactly what Sean is saying. He can talk, but he has not backed one thing up. He has not backed up one thing. They lost out of Machado. Okay. Then they just gave up after that. 
you couldn't take those resources and give them to Bryce Harper or somebody else, right? You lost Zach Wheeler. So what happens? You get what? You don't get anybody, right? I mean, it's it's sad. I mean, you, then you have to make a trade for Lance Lynn, right? So it's just a colossal failure. I mean, Yasmani Grandal is his best free agent addition for it's seventy-five biggest, million, and he's horrible this year. Contract for four years for seventy. Yeah. Million, so right, nothing this guy has said throughout his whole entire process of this rebuild since what twenty seventeen when it started, nothing has come true. He is a fraud, and in this window, right. He has not made trades two out of the three years in a competitive window. 2020 didn't make a trade. 2021 made a trade for Cesar Hernandez and Craig Kimbrell and Ryan Tapera. And Ryan Tapera was the best one out of all yep. three of those guys. Okay. Then this year, he comes in and makes one trade for a guy that was going to be DFA'd anyway. Just a colossal failure. He's the, the worst GM, I think, in my lifetime. I almost put him as worse as Garpax because at wow. least Gar- yeah, I'm going to say that because at least Garpax, you know, when they had the D Rose, the Joakim Noahs, they, they went to the finals, right? Eastern conference finals, right? They sh- had competitive teams. Rick Hans won two playoff games in, in his tenure Two. he is a joke of a GM. And if he is the GM of my favorite baseball team, I'm going to yell the, the word that Brian just, you know. Exactly. That's out. exactly just, what I'm about to say. This man right here is exactly what Brian's saying in the comments right here. That word right there. And yeah. I'm not even going to say it on the air. Just yeah. so that I am going to tell our podcast listeners that they need to start joining us live on YouTube. Yes. And subscribe to us and watch us live. We'll be doing these podcasts twice a week, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. I am so fucking pissed about Rick Hahn. <laughs> I could go off this entire episode about Rick Hahn. We have so much other shit to cover. But literally, in 2018, in the fall of 2018, right, I bought into this rebuild, man. I bought into this rebuild so hard. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to do this, this, this fucking thing. And I created, co-created this fucking podcast called the Sons of Honarchy podcast. I'm about to take this fucking shirt and wipe my fucking ass with it. <laughs> That's where it's going right now. That's this fucking disgusting. is literally up my butt crack right now. I am so pissed off right now. Just absolutely pussyfooting. He pussyfoots the market. He pussyfoots the fucking trade deadline. Multiple years. You have fucked up, Rick Hahn. It's just absolutely insane to me. I, I, I'm going to be the animate one today. I'm not even. I'm I'm throwing shit. Yeah, I'm mad. I thought I'd be more animated, but you. I mean, and I get it. It's all warranted, Steve. Like, why do I have part season tickets to this team if you're not going to go fucking invest? I was literally in a chat ten minutes ago, and somebody posted the Drury home run uh, in San Diego, and the it's crowd just going absolutely nuts. My guy Willie P. You uh, people on White Sox Twitter know who Willie P is. Willie P took me to San Diego. He took me to Petco when I was down in San Diego. We went on a Sunday afternoon. That ballpark was alive. 30,000 plus, not just paid, actually there to yeah. watch a Sunday afternoon game. And why? Because fucking ownership is just ballsy. Ownership is ballsy. The GM mm-hmm. is going out Very there, ballsy, putting yeah. it away out there. Right. But then you're going to get those people, right, Steve, that say, well, the Padres haven't even made the playoffs in the same amount of time as the White Sox. So what? Rick has won two playoff games. Two. Uh, To be honest with you, yeah, exactly. We have not done much better. 
We won a fucking wild cool. card game against the A's. Technically, yeah, we played three, three more games, right? And 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 won against the fucking Astros last year. It's just absolutely insane. I had to get that, that shirt out. later. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm gonna soak in all the juices on this shirt later. You already know. <laughs> so it's good. just absolutely amazing. Yeah. Exactly. Brian's in here in the comments saying he sister took her, her kids to Petco yesterday. She said it was amazing. Exactly. It. It's just absolutely insane how cheap. Uh, and it's not even cheap. You know what? It's not even cheap because this team is seventh in payroll this year. I can't even be mad about the payroll, to be honest with you. No, money it's not on is, Jerry this year. Much I'm sorry it's not say. on Jerry. I'll be fucking honest with you. As I hate, frustrated I, as I am. I hate to say that. As too. frustrated as I am that they don't have a big contract, right? They don't have that $100 million guy plus, right? That's one. That's that, on Rick. What? I'll put that. It's partially on Rick, and that's partially on Jerry. The problem yes. is... Rick loaded up on fucking bullpen arms, right? You didn't go out and supplement in the field positions, the positions that play every fucking day. And instead you're trotting out and, and you know, Gavin Sheets has his moments, but he's not an everyday starter, right? I don't even Josh Harrison has his moments, but he's Gavin not an everyday Sheets. starter, right? AJ Pollock wasn't even an everyday starter. Like go out and, and and even at the deadline, if you're gonna go out and get a left-handed bat, go go get a left-handed outfield bat and Josh Pe- Jock Peterson. Joey go Gallo, I don't even and, care. And, and out, yeah, exactly. Who Joey cares Gallo. At that point, like, here's why it's so bothersome to Steve is because you had a full off season. And I don't give a crap if there was a lockout. Plenty of GMs around the MLB knew how the market was going to be and were prepared. This is now mid-season now, trade deadline, and Rick Hahn's talking about this was a seller's market. This was a, no, it what? Like, it was a mixed market. You were just unprepared again. You probably came in with two to three players you had in mind. You got outbid. You're too in love with prospects, and you didn't make any trades, and you just punted. He punted, and then he goes up there with his stupid face talking about how he's upset too and how, you know, literally I kept on tweeting it today, but if you've seen the show, I think you should leave. It's a great show, okay? It's literally like satire bullshit, okay? He walked, he drives in in into a house with a car and he's wearing a hot dog outfit. And this should be Rick Hahn wearing the hot dog outfit. And he's screaming, we got to find out who did this. <laughs> it's like, Rick, you, you are the reason why people should be pissed off. You, you are, you could have fixed this. And he comes out, you know, in front of the media, just like a pompous asshole again. Yeah. I'm, I, it's just you didn't do anything in the offseason. You got AJ Pollock because it was the easiest thing you could have done. You overplayed your hand in a bunch of other moves. And then you're two games out of a division race, which the Sox are ne- hardly ever in division races to begin with, being a White Sox fan my entire life. Exactly. You know, and then you punt an offseason. I mean, a midseason, two games out. This is Wait, almost go out worse and show than the white flag balls. trade. Go out I'd and show some sell- balls. Go out and show some gut. I'd like, rather have them sell. Pick a direction. I, I don't care. Chose no direction. Exactly. Well, I I actually do care. Like I'm glad they I'm glad they didn't sell because at least we can fall back on next year a little bit possibly. <laughs> but, I mean, with possibly Rick Hahn gone, with possibly Tony Larusa gone, with possibly oh. Frank Menachino gone. I mean, all those things would be fucking fabulous at this point because all of those dudes have have 
underperformed, just like a bunch of guys on this team. And and here's the thing, too. I mean, Brian's in the comments here mentioning Pollock was great was last year. The lack that. of production is bizarre. It's true. Now, imagine supplementing him with Jock Peterson in this lineup. Go out and make corrective moves. I'm not saying that Rick Hahn's not allowed to make mistakes. You're absolutely allowed to make mistakes as a GM. Look at AJ Preller. Look at AJ Preller. Look at all the guys in that organization that he fucking traded off, right? But what's he doing? He's going back to ownership and he's saying, if you want to be a competitor, especially in this division, go out and spend. And I guess the Padres hand, the, the, yeah. I mean, the, the Padres are a little bit more forced to spend because they are. Yeah, the Padres are because they got the Dodgers in their division. Yeah. San Fran's a decent market team, right? The AL Central's full of minor market teams. The White Sox should be competing for a division every fucking year, period. Especially with this team. And you sold everybody on five, six years that this was going to be a sustainable force. Right now, we're just back in 2016. Top heavy with no farm system on the way, no cavalry, nothing. Absolutely nothing, not a zilch. Exactly. So Rickon, you played yourself. I think it was Herb that used to call him Teflon, Teflon Rick, right, or something yep. like that. Teflon yep. Han. It's the, it's the most. And I used to not agree with that. I used to be like, you know what? I don't. I, I think he's gonna actually do this ball, but no, he's trash. And and you know, and I know that's what we want to talk about here soon as uh, you know Rickon coming in the next year. So if you want to lead into that, Steve. Oh like, boy, we got he can't be here next year. We 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 got a fun segment, and we got a lot of questions in the kudos to the people in the comments, man. Today, this is a lot of fucking fun because y'all are yeah. keeping this active, and we're gonna answer the questions about the playoffs before we hop into the recap of the Royal series and the preview of the Toronto series. But we got a fun segment that we want to play right now, and Carrie. Obviously, we are anti-Rick Hahn 2023. So I wanted to hear your top three things that you would rather deal with or that you would rather see than have Rick Hahn be the GM of the White Sox in 2023. I'll let you go first. I even got my own top three. Yeah, cool. Sounds good. Um, You know, you asked me to do this here, and, you know, I was literally out, like, looking at wedding venues and stuff like that, and then you'd message me that, and I'm like, hmm. I got something. So um, I got one that's more Sox Twitter related. And I know people like Brian are going to really appreciate this one, um, especially after the last few days of banter with this one person on Twitter. Um, you know, this, are those, you going from top to bottom or bottom to top? I'm going from like the, the how, okay. These are like, I would, I would rather deal with this one. And then like the last one would be like, I would so not want to deal two with three, two and number yeah, one. Yes. Got it. Okay, so the third one would be, you know, I'd rather be stuck on a plane with 200 screaming, crying babies than have Rickon <laughs> be my GM next year. And I'm not even joking. That's like, a fantastic. I, no headphones either. You Just straight up crying babies. No mothers there to feed them. Nothing. Just just you. Um, another one would probably be, um, I'd rather deal with a Karen at a Target on Black Friday. Ooh, that's good. I mean, I would... Literally, I'd rather deal with that. Like, I'd rather be the target employee dealing with, like, a Karen on Black Friday uh, than have Rickon as my GM. And then the number one would be, kind of is a Karen, but I'd rather deal with, uh, I'd, ra- I'd rather be a uh, host at Chili's um, dealing with oh, James Fox fuck. on Cinco de Mayo oh, um, in good. New Lenox. So that was the other one I was going to say. 
That's good. That's good. Um, you you stole my you stole one of mine as well. So um, I'm gonna go with that as as well as my number three. Excellent list, by the way. That was fucking <laughs> fantastic. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my number three. I'm gonna make that my number three first. The, um, the Chili's one. So I gotta I gotta find the right link here. Uh, Chrome tabs. Oh yes, baby. So number three, I would rather eat chilies for an entire year than have to deal with Rick Hahn as my GM next year. Remember, there were no kids harmed in the making of this chilies gif. Is it gif or jif, by the way? I, I, I call it a gif. I call it a gif as well. Gif is with a G. This is fantastic. All right. Number two, I would rather have to high five a man with poopy hands at every White Sox game than have to deal with Rick Hahn as my GM. I'm not saying it's any person in particular. I'm just saying I'd rather deal with having to high five a poopy hand man than deal with Rick Hahn as my GM mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. single day or, or mm-hmm. for, for 2023 or ever again. And my number one reason or my number one thing that I would rather have to deal with than Rick Hahn being my GM, being the GM of my Chicago White Sox next year. Drum roll, please. It is. Not this one. (laughs) It is this one. I'd rather deal with this guy going to every single game next year can you see him carrying <laughs> yes good yes, i can i would rather deal with karen miller <laughs> being at every single white Sox game next year <laughs> that may mean a lot of injuries because he is the angel of death but <laughs> oh, jordan I'd torn ucl's daily unbelievable so it would be so bad if he was at every game that like um I don't even know uh, a crappy starting pitcher in the in the, uh, Jared Kelly would have. He's not even that crappy, but like Jared Kelly would be starting. That's how many injuries there'd be. <laughs> Angel of Death, Jordan Miller. We still love you, by the way. Yeah, at least I do. I think Carrie does. Sort of. <laughs> All right. Well, for those of you that aren't on White Sox Twitter that listen to this, make sure you're plugged into White Sox Twitter because there will be White Sox Twitter jokes dropped on this show for sure. Yep. And and thank you, Sean. I love you too. Thank you for joining us in the comments and for the show. Oh, I see what he did. He only said one person, the, I but mean, not the other person because I know what he's doing. You know, he asked me to be on the CHGO podcast before you, Carrie. So. I don't know. Well, her we we me, all know where the Sean, is. I, I said to her, I said, I don't know if Sean would want me on there. I think he's scared of me. I mean, I'm a little, I'm a little scared of you too. Sometimes I, you, you could be a loose cannon. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but in that setting, come on, that's different. <laughs> that's different. It's true. A little bit more professional. They have yeah, a real ex- office here. Exactly. Not in my <laughs> attic. That I'm, I'm recording this from a, from a fake spare bedroom. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, yes, uh, Stokes is correct. If Jordan went to every single White Sox home game, they would be 0 and 81 at home for sure. Um, Very good call, Stokes. Um, so Kerry, let's recap this Royal series really quick. Uh, White Sox, I said they'd go two out of three. I was wrong in the way in which they'd go two out we of three. We both were. We both were. 
And and you said they'd get off. Well, but you also kind of said they might get off to a slow start in game one. Yeah, I did. But it, because I thought they were facing Brad Keller, who I right. thought had their number. Instead, they faced a lefty named Dan, you know, Daniel. It, none of this Daniel series Lynch? made sense. Are none. you fucking serious? But it didn't like, make any sense that the lefty shut up. I mean, he has been a way better pitcher than he was last year when he had very true. But he, and he still has a four ERA, but like a lefty, you know, you'd think the white Sox would just murder him. And then they go right. and they, instead they, you know, beat up on two righties that had their number last time. It just, this team is upside down. Like our GM. A thousand percent. I mean, there's so much about this year that doesn't make sense, which is why I would have loved to see them splash the trade market uh, because it's just so unpredictable. They absolutely could have been, in my opinion, the Atlanta Braves of this year. But oh, that's all we wanted. Just yes. small market trades, you know, small little value trades, you know. So and a thousand percent. Um, <laughs> but as crazy and, and corny as it sounds, I don't think we could be mad with this team taking two out of three from Kansas City. Um at this rate, I gotta say this really quick before I break down the players throughout the series. At this rate, if the White Sox take two out of three every series, if you do the math, right, Gary? Yeah. That's 91 wins for the year. That'll win the division. Easily. Easily. Unless uh, Twins, you know, stampede for some reason, but they're only no. games up. I mean, I don't. No. I still don't see it. They're, they're, the trades they made were nice, but I, I, don't, I don't see it. No, it's not enough to make them win 91 games, right? So yeah. I think this team can still control its own destiny. Um, you know, there were obviously questions before from uh, our guy, Husky Bardo. And uh, I think there was uh, a question about the playoffs, too, from somebody else in the comments. But, Kerry, are you are you willing to hang up on this team or, or, or are you going to say we're, we're riding it out? We're enjoying the ride still. Ha! Good old Stoney. I would say what other choice do we have? Yeah. Right. What other choice do I have? I mean, you know. I hate Rick Hahn. I hate the front office, but I like the players, you know, like as much as Eloy's made a glass, the guys, when he plays like he is now at a consistent rate, the man rakes. Okay. Absolutely I love, rakes. love that you brought up a boy. Okay. In his last seven games, right? We're just talking about seven games Gone first, off. right? Okay. Dude's hitting 500. Struck out only three times too. He's hitting five fucking hundred. With a and hit six, the ball in the air. Uh, exactly. So now, mind you, I mean, this isn't. He's hitting 500, right? Whatever. That's Frank Menachino numbers right there, right? He's got a 672 slugging. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. it you know, for 500, that's still not awesome. Still needs a little bit more launch. Uh, we want to see a lot see, of singles but, in there. A lot of singles in there. That Frank. But Menachino I mean, way. I'll take a 1200, almost 1200 OPS from Aloy. And then if you want a bigger sample size, so his last 15 games, 353, 382, 568. So good enough for a 950 OPS. Yeah, and you take that all day, and that's why if the guy can just stay healthy, that's what you're getting for a full season. Like, that that's who Aloy is when he's healthy. So... <laughs> I know the comments are just absolutely incredible tonight, but yes, seriously, Aloy is comment, by the way, absolutely nuts. Um, <laughs> I got to ask you about uh, Lance Lynn, Gary. Got to ask um, that to Yumper as, too. I asked the same I'm, thing. I'm to glad. Yumper. I'm glad. Uh, 
I'm glad Doughboy's foe is uh, in the comments telling us what's it like having a POS. He's uh, a big Dabble Sweeney fan, by the way. You know that? Ooh, no, I did not know that. Um, Lance Lynn, what's his deal? Is he back? Is he is he for real? Uh, he had a good start today. Yeah, he did look good today, even after the rain delay, which, you know, sometimes right. that could really screw guys up. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's like what we talked about last week on our first show. Um you know, he's had two good starts, but you saw some more consistency coming out of him. Longer innings, right? Not as wild, not as erratic, right? You see that now. Granted, it was the Royals who stink to high heavens, right? Right. He still looked good. He was, still, he was he, his command was on. If his command's on and his velocity was a little bit higher today, he's, he could be back to Lance Lynn and, it'd be nice to have that after a Dylan cease because that's a solid one too. Just not against the Astros. Right. Um, I love that you bring up velocity. I need to check the vote VO numbers from today. I don't know if I didn't get to really watch the game. I was working, uh, you know, like a, a true blue blooded American here. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, I love that you brought up C's. I'm going to say Lance Lynn, you know, what was the big joke with Dylan cease the last couple of years that he was a what? A wild pitcher or wild pitcher just... and that he was a what like he was a he was a what slayer? A bum slayer. Oh yeah, because he'd always beat the tigers and stuff. Lance like that. Lynn yeah. might be the new bum slayer. I mean, he beat up on Kansas City. He didn't beat up on Oakland, but they were hot. But he beat Cleveland. He beat, Who's they're not he bums. beat up on Cleveland at home, but only yeah. at home. Yeah. And then he beat up on San Francisco. Who are not bums. They're average. Offensively, they are. Come on. Jock Peterson, name another good bat in their lineup. No, you got a point. Right, right. No, you got exactly. a point. No, you got a point. So, um, according, to, yes. according to Svo, uh, the VLO is back up. So, uh, that's really, really exciting for me. Um, I also forgot, it's a four-game set in Texas. Yep, it is. It sure is. But, so, we're going to get to that one in a second. But Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Just to recap, you know, the whole... Uh, Royal Series here just before we move on is they did what they needed to do. They got the job done, okay? And maybe them not making trades made them kind of wake up. Who knows? I- I'm just trying to make up shit in my head just to justify anything because that's what it is being a White Sox fan. But maybe that, uh, maybe they're kind of looked at each other and we're like, we could do this. You know, I mean, they have the talent, right? They have the players. Same freaking team as last year. You've seen it. So, they did what they needed to do against the Royals, and this is what they need to do, the same thing against the Rangers. Absolutely. So we should uh, probably hop right into that, right? Talk about this Absolutely. Rangers series real quick. Uh, I, I'll ask you the same question I did uh, before the KC series. Who worries you the most about this uh, Texas lineup? I would say the combination of Seager and Semyon, right? Semyon always seems to Stanley. do pretty well against the White Sox. Don't blame him. Rakan, great, great job, Rakan. You know, not, not, you know, seeing that talent through and through. And, uh, um, Seeger, too, lefty. That guy, I just feel like that's just a guy that just would hit. I think the last time we did face them, he did hit a home run or two against us. So I want to say. So, um, those two are the only two people on that entire roster, maybe besides Adolis Garcia 
that worry me. Nobody else worries me on that team. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Texas, as this is a testament to how bad the White Sox offense has been this year. Texas has probably as many, if not maybe one more, uh, above OPS plus 100 guy in their lineup um, than the White Sox do. So they're very comparable, uh, at least Just with on the pitching. OPS level with the White Sox. Um, yeah, exactly. The pitching is fucking awful. So, I mean, like guys like Nathaniel Lowe. Nathaniel Lowe is, is raking this year. Yeah, um, and then very good. I mean, yeah, you mentioned Adolis, uh, having a solid John, Jonah Heim has been pretty good too. And Jonah Heim has also been fantastic. That was going to be the next name I mentioned. Um, I don't know what it is, uh, about visiting catchers against the white Sox, but <laughs> historically they just love to fucking rake against us. So Jonah Heim, if there's like a anti pick to click, it's going to be Jonah Heim for me. I make sure you, yeah, be careful of that guy. I can so. see it. He's he's having a good season. So, you know, and and I, I do have confidence with you know the pitching matchups this week. So you know, um, so you want to run through those? Yeah, I was just gonna say we got Cueto going tomorrow, who's been very solid. Maybe a little lucky, but very solid going against a rookie. Um, I, I don't even know who this guy is. Cole Raggins. Um, but he is a lefty as well. And rookie, rookie lefty. Yeah. This is either going to be amazing or just absolutely shut down, which is normally what happens with the White Sox. They uh, better they absolutely fuck this guy it. up. Otherwise, 100%. I'm going to be my final fives can be screaming, Carrie. I can't take that. I really can't. Um, <laughs> I, I can't do that. My eardrums. Um, that matchup right there, the White Sox are, you know, they have advantage, right? And then, so if you take game one, you're definitely taking game two, you know, knock on wood with, with Dylan Cease going against Otto. Um, I forgot his first name. Is it Glenn? Yeah, Glenn Otto with two N's. Glenn Otto. Um, Glenn Otto's going, not a good pitcher, but he's a righty and he's got a five ERA. So he'll probably, you know, we'll probably have three run three runs and we'll win that game. And then you have <laughs> Kopech versus old friend Dane Dunning. And then you got Giolito versus uh, Spencer Howard, who used to be a, a big uh, Phillies prospect, I believe. Yeah, big so, Phillies prospect. Big, pardon me. Sports. Yeah, try that again. <laughs> Words are hard right now. Uh, big Phillies prospect that has not done well in his seven games started so far this year. Um, yeah, I uh, I like the White Sox to win all four of these games. I don't. I bold. They need to win at least three. I, there's Absolutely. no reason why they can't go in and win all four of these games. Texas 100%. is not a good team. The problem is Texas can put up runs and we cannot put up runs. Um, or, or Texas has that ability to put up runs, I should say. So it's going to be really interesting to see. They did just get swept by the Orioles. And they just got swept by the Orioles. So just go beat up on a team that's just down in the dumps. I mean, they're not good. We're facing a team that is not good. And the White Sox have been all over the place. I can't make some random guess based on how they play the rest of the year because sometimes they play good teams great. Sometimes they play them terribly. Sometimes they play bad teams great. Sometimes they play them terribly. Um, yep. Stokes' Just... prediction in the comment is that they're going 6-2 and two on the upcoming road trip book it. I like it. I think that's a great prediction. I, I think that's where the White Sox need to be. 
I mean, the schedule, I know we talked about the schedule being easier in the second half, but they're, they are going to run into a couple tougher opponents down the road. And this is where you need to take advantage. The Kansas cities, the Oakland's, the Texas of, of, of the world here. So, um, yeah, and and you know Texas is three and seven in their last ten games, right? They got Texas for four, Kansas City for four, and then Detroit for three. If you if you come out there losing two or three, you are in very very good shape to set yourself up for the rest of the season to make a divisional run. Plain and simple. Yep. Anything less than that, right? If they go five hundred or worse, you can you can literally call the season. That's it. A thousand percent. I mean, I'm I'm with you on that. I don't want to be at that point when we're recording at that time and <laughs> we're ready to pack it up. Um, so, Carrie, we always said that this was going to be a half hour podcast, so we should probably stick to our word here. Yes, and, and make sure that we only give the people uh, what what they've paid for here. Um, yes. So, Carrie, <laughs> do you have any final thoughts as we wrap this thing up? I mean, I think I, I know where this is going for my final thoughts, but Rickon, you need to go. Just just go, okay? But on your way out, fire Tony La Russa, okay? Just, just like fire him, like tell him he's done, and then he leaves and he gets pissed, and then like Tony, Jerry's like, you're fired too, Rick, and Rick's like, no, I quit. Cool. Everybody go. Front office can go. Chris Getz can go. Whoever the hell, get out of here. Can he go? You need new ownership. I mean, I want to see it with one the Bulls. Per- I want to see one person left. That's it. And you know just who that Jerry. is. Just Jerry. Because you're stuck. It's, no, well, you are stuck <laughs> of with Jerry. Of course, you, of course you want to keep Grandpa around. Come on, Carrie. Of course. But, well, obviously, if I had a choice, I wouldn't want him to be the owner. But he is going to be our yes. owner until the man's like 90,000 years old. I, You've seen what he did with the Bulls, though. Okay? And... He brought in his own people. He brought in different people than familiar people that he knew, right? And look percent. what happened to the Bulls. In two seasons, poof, they got fans in the stands again. Not a hard concept, Jerry. Get rid of Kenny. Get rid of Rick. They are horrible. They are done. They are out of their element like Donnie from the Big Lebowski. Done. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with this. I'm off the Rick on trade train. He's a bum. That's it. I love that. Thank you for wrapping us up well, Carrie. Um, You guys can find us on wherever you listen to your podcast, by the way. So that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, wherever. We're on all those platforms. Make sure you go subscribe. Rate us five stars because I think we're a five-star podcast already, Carrie. I think we're fucking fantastic. I think six. Six stars. If you can rate us six stars, you absolutely go and do it, baby. Leave us a nice comment wherever you listen to your podcast, particularly Apple Podcasts. And then on top of that, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube because we are going live every single episode, twice a week, giving you a half hour plus of content. Mm -hmm. This is overtime right here, ladies and gentlemen. And we don't get paid for it. I'm paying curfew (laughs) for this. Come on. So thank you so much for tuning in. Absolute blast doing Thanks this for with commenting you, and everything. And thank you to everybody in the live comments. This has been absolutely fantastic. And by the way, keep Ethan Katz around. He's been fantastic. Absolutely. I'm, I'm Only a big person. Ethan Katz guy. There you go. All right, Carrie. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you in, not even next week. We'll see you see at the end. end of this week. 
after the end of the Texas series. Absolutely. Go Sox. Go Sox. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.